Welcome to For You From Eve, a podcast created to becoming a better version of our yesterday selves. My name is Olivia and I upload episodes twice a week, every single Monday with a guest and every single Friday with a series called For You Fridays. I'm so happy you decided to join this journey with us and I hope you enjoy the rest of today's episode. Hello everyone. Happy Friday. It is the weekend and I am so happy. Well, it's not actually the weekend while I'm recording this. So technically I'm not happy yet. The weekend just ended when I'm recording this. So I'll be happy when this comes out. Um, But welcome to the first episode of For You Fridays, a new series I have created on my podcast. So if you don't know what For You Fridays is, if you missed my Instagram stories or my Instagram post, basically For You Fridays is a new series I will be adding onto my podcast every single Friday where I just get on and do a solo episode with you guys, answer some advice and some DMs from you guys, as well as just do little life updates. So I was noticing that you know, when I first started posting, I was posting every single Monday, whether it was a guest or a solo episode. And I noticed a lot of you guys liked solo episodes while a lot of you guys liked guest episodes. And I think the percentage rate was like 60% liked guests and 40 liked solo. So it's still pretty close. But personally for me, I love recording with guests because I love to learn from them. I love to share what they like to know, share their knowledge and just learn everything for myself. But I also think solo episodes are somewhat necessary to kind of just update you guys on my life because I do share a lot of my life on Instagram throughout the days, on my stories, on my posts, whatever it is. I'm pretty open with my platform and with my life. So I think that it is a little bit important to kind of just update you guys throughout it and also answer your DMs because I like I don't mind answering the DMs and typing them out, but sometimes I know that I could just give more information if I'm talking it out loud. And also reach a bigger group of people than just a one-on-one direct message because some of the things you guys message me about are things that will help a lot of people and other things are like other things that people are going through. So that's why I decided to create this into a little series. I have so many guests lined up for these next few Mondays. I think the next month is like booked with guests on Mondays. So I was like, you know what, if I could just keep working this hard to get monthly guests and I'm able to remain consistent with getting the monthly guests, which is something that I really want to do, then I'll be able to post twice a week and be able to have that. So I'm really happy and I'm really, really excited to start this series. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of like the little update I wanted to give you guys this week is For You Fridays. I'm really, really excited. I think this will really help me grow as well and also just help me kind of put more work towards this because this is something that I really, really love doing and that I want to pursue. So yeah, so I'm really excited. Um... Like I said, I normally will post an advice thing on my Instagram, and I actually posted one, I want to say two weeks ago, my solo episode, I think I had a solo episode pretty recently, and where I just like, I think it's called like my August challenge and answering your DM, so a pretty recent one, and when I put up that Q&A thing for you guys to ask me advice, I didn't answer all of them. I kind of want to do just like three to four in each episode because sometimes they take very long answers, so I think I just want to do like three to four questions or advice things. So these are the other three that I got asked that day that I'm going to go through. I just wrote down three of them and I think they are going to give pretty long answers. So that's why I only do a minimal amount, but 
maybe one day I could do like more questions with shorter answers, whatever you guys prefer. But yeah, if you don't follow my Instagram, it's for you from Eve. That is where I'll post the Q and A's, the polls, just so you can give your opinion and your input for this podcast. And my personal Instagram is Olivia Eve Shabo. It's always linked in the description. If you just want to keep up with my life a little bit more, that is where I'll normally post outfits and just my personal life in general, but I'm pretty good at posting my personal life on For You From Eve throughout my Instagram stories. But anyways, let's get started on this advice Q&A. It is a Monday right now when I'm recording this. It is 1 p.m. and I'm going to be really honest. I did not have a productive morning at all. I slept in. I got no sleep this weekend. Um, So I slept in a little bit this morning and my room is a mess as I'm recording this, which is kind of giving me a little bit of a headache, but I'm going to clean it as soon as I'm done with this episode. I, it's, it's honestly a mess though. Like I'm seeing my clothes on the floor right now. I'm getting very stressed out, but you know what? I want to record this episode and I'm going to have a really good day. I'm going to clean my room up. I kind of want to like do a full clean out where I go through some of my clothes and just organize something. So I want to get that done today and just organize stuff, get a bunch of work done, and then go for a really good workout tonight. So that is my plan for today, and let's go ahead and get started with the advice Q&A. So the first DM that I got says, do you ever feel like you need to rush your success or pressure that you have not accomplished what you wanted at your age? I do think this sometimes, and it gives me a lot of anxiety. Yes, I think everyone does. I think everyone feels that at a certain point in their life where they're like, why, you know, why didn't I reach the goals I wanted to reach at this age? Why am I, you know, right now I'm 21. Why am I not financially independent? Why do I not already have my own company? Like, you know, little things like this are, are things that we think. Um, and maybe you don't think that. Maybe you think that you're at a perfectly great spot in your life. But honestly, I don't think that's a good thing to think about yourself either. Sometimes I think it's definitely good to feel content and happy with your life and what you've worked towards. But I think at the same time, you should always want to keep growing day by day. So I think that this is a pressure that a lot of us feel, especially in our late teens, early 20s, maybe even like mid late 20s, kind of at any age you could feel this. But I think it's most common in like your 20s where you're like about to graduate college and you have student loan debt and you're like, how am I supposed to get through student loan debt and be successful? My whole first year of working my full time job is going to be towards that, you know, all that stuff. So I think that it can definitely be a little bit stressful to kind of go through. Um, So this is kind of what I do when I feel like this because I do feel like this a lot. I think that my podcast is something where some days where I'm feeling a little bit more down on myself, I'm like, wow, I wish I started this earlier. I wish I started this a year ago because for me, I'm someone that I like to have a platform. I like to have, whether it's an Instagram platform or a podcast or YouTube, whatever it is. And even though YouTube, I feel like just isn't my time right now, I think that I wish I had started it when I was younger and built my platform and built my following more because I think that if I did that, I'd be at a lot, um, a very different space than I am now financially and just career-wise. So I think that I don't think I feel the need to rush my success because I really am a firm believer in trusting in your journey and growing through your journey. And I think that's something we overlook a lot because we just want that end goal, but we don't realize we're actually growing through 
the journey and the failures more than we grow when we reach that end goal. So I think that's something that's really hard to keep in mind and really hard to remember, but it's something that we do have to remember and we do have to keep in mind because it's not fair to ourselves to always just be down on ourselves because we are trying our best. And if you're sitting there and you're like, I just know I'm not trying my best. Like you're like, I know this doesn't apply to me because I'm probably not trying as hard as I should. Maybe this is your little wake up call. So when I graduated high school, my first two years out of high school, I was in college and I've always been pretty good at like my work ethic has always been really good. Like even in high school, I was like trying to do internships and jobs and had a LinkedIn and a resume, like all these things I I always prioritized very highly. And sometimes I noticed the people around me didn't, which is fine. Like everyone goes at a different pace and you always learn from someone why you should be doing those things. But I just always had a very strong work ethic. Um, This isn't the best thing, but I always prioritized like school and internship. I mean, internships and work over school which is not the greatest trait. I think that I should have put, you know, my grades first in some situations, like in college. Like I always wanted to just work more, have more money and all that stuff rather than have good grades. And I I never had bad grades. I definitely have had like average grades and then like, like really good grades. I think it depends on the semester and like where my mind is at and everything like that. Um, But I feel like my first two years of college, I prioritized my work ethic a lot. I was I was prioritizing it at like I was doing internships and jobs all the time, always networking, always looking for new internships and jobs to find. And I think that's why I don't feel this feeling too often is because I know that I've tried my best, but something that I've learned to kind of like kind of just realize where you are in this space is like, who are you surrounded by? You know, because my first year of college, I was surrounded by people who weren't doing nearly as much as I was. And this is not to be like, this is not sounding cocky because if anything, I I think it sucked. Like, I, I think this isn't a good thing at all to surround yourself with people like that. Obviously you can be friends with these people, but I'm saying like, just like to talk about these things with or whatever. And I didn't like feeling like that because I felt like, oh, I'm doing so much. Like I have so much more internships than this person and so much more jobs than this person and my resume is so much better. But it's like at the end of the day, if I keep thinking that, I'm just going to stop there and I'm going to be like, okay, I did everything I had to do. Now I'm done. Then when I went to another school in the city, everyone around me was doing way better than me, way better resumes, way better internships, way better jobs everything. And I was like, wow, like I'm slacking. Like I suck. This is not where I should be at this age. I should be doing so much more and so much better. So I think I hiccuped. I think that it has a lot to do with who you're surrounded by. I think that if you're surrounded by people who are not doing as much as you, you're going to think what you're doing is enough when really you should always be reaching to do more and do better. But if you're surrounded by people who are maybe older than you and at a different place financially, a lot of my friends are older than me and they're all working full-time jobs, making real money. And I'm like in college, obviously not making real money as a full-time job person would. So I'm at a way different place financially than a lot of my friends. And that can be hard because it's like, you know, obviously you want to do things with your friends, like go out and go on vacations, but sometimes you just can't afford to do that, the time and place you're in, which really does suck. So I think that if you're around people who are working harder than you, you're going to want to work harder and you're going to want to be better, just be a better version of yourself. So I don't, I think once you think of it like that, the anxiety of not being enough will slowly go away. 
you always want to be a few steps ahead of everyone else. And that's not in a way that like, oh, you should want to be more rich and more successful than the people around you, but you just want to work harder. You want it more, you know? It's like I was watching a podcast with Mr. Beast on Impulsive and he just like he kept saying, he's like, I want to be a few steps ahead. Whatever someone does, I'm going to do a hundred times more than that, you know? So that's kind of what you kind of got to be like if you want to be successful. Mr. Beast grew very, very quickly and there's a reason why. So I know it's kind of funny I'm using him as an example, but I just think that that's a really, really huge thing to remember and to think of is that as long as you know you're doing all that you can, you will not feel that anxiety. And as long as you love what you're doing, you will not feel that anxiety. I love doing this podcast. When I'm sending 10, 15, 20 emails a day. I don't think to myself, oh, this is so hard. This is so much work. I don't think that at all. I think I like doing this and it'll pay off in the end, you know? So I think that I do work a lot. I wake up and the first thing I want to do is grab my laptop and start sending out emails, start editing, start thinking of new Instagram content, new ideas, all these, all these things. I strive. I love doing that stuff. And I love growing. So I think that's why I don't really feel that anxiety is because I know that I'm doing my best and I know I have so much more potential. So I think once you kind of get in that mindset and you actually start working instead of just sitting back, you're going to not feel this anxiety. So that's kind of my tips. And everyone moves at their own pace. You know, some people don't become CEOs until age 40. Everyone goes at their own pace. Everything happens for a reason. If you just got laid off a job that you thought you were going to be at forever, it happened for a reason. There's a better opportunity around the corner. Just don't sit back and feel sorry for yourself because that's the moment nothing is going to come for you. You need to show up every day as the person that you want to be. Show up every day. You know, let's say you want to work. Let's say you want to be a, a podcaster like me. Like you want to be a really, you want to have a really successful podcast. You need to wake up every morning and you know, you need to pretend you have that successful podcast until it happens. Like even though I've had amazing guests on the show and my following is growing. I wouldn't say super quickly, but my following has been growing and everything like that. People will tell me like, wow, your podcast is doing great. Like it's so successful, but I don't, I don't see that yet. Like I don't see that it's successful yet, but I know that it's, it's definitely doing well because I want it to do well. Like I wake up every morning and if you say, what's your job? Oh, I have a podcast. I'm not going to say, oh, I work at this boutique or, oh, I'm an intern here. No, my job is I have a podcast because I know that's what I want to be doing in the future. And if I put in the work now and I show up as that girl now, that girl who has a successful podcast, that will be me one day. So I think that is a way to also kind of manifest your dream life and attract the life that you want and attract the person you want to be. So that's kind of my little advice on when it comes to rushing your success or feeling pressure that you haven't accomplished what you wanted at your age, because we all go at different paces. And as long as you're doing what you can, then it will come. And if you're not doing what you can and you know you should be doing more, here's your wake up call. So that's my little advice on that. So the next advice that I'm going to give is what to do when you have outgrown the environment you are in and cannot leave. I relate to this a lot and I feel like I never really understood this until recently. I honestly feel like I've outgrown the place that I've been in years ago. Um, and I think when I when also if, if you don't really know what this like means when they say outgrow the environment that you're in, I think it's different for everyone. For me, when I think of that, I think of maybe the town I'm in or the living situation that you could be in or the job you're in or the school you're in, something like that. And I've felt this a lot. Um, I've definitely felt this in high school. I felt like I didn't really belong in high school. You know, I had my fun. I played my sports. I had my friends, 
But when I graduated, like as I was getting closer to graduating, I just knew like this was not going to be an environment I wanted to be in. I didn't want to be in the town. I didn't want to do any of these things. Um, and I have a great home situation. I have a great family. I, I, you know, it's nothing like that. It's just sometimes you just know that you would be better on your own, like living on your own, financially on your own. Um, as a junior in college, I personally cannot be financially on my own right now. And that's fine. I think that's where most people are. Um, but for me, I just feel like I have outgrown the environment that I'm in. I think I'm ready to take these next steps in my life. And recently I found out that I had to take an extra year of school. So I would be going into my senior year right now when I'm actually going into my junior year. And I feel like when I found that out, I was, I refused to believe it. I refused to be like, I refused to accept it. I tried to fight it as much as I could, but there was no way to fight it. And that's when I was like, okay, like this is just something I have to accept. Like this is something, you know, going back to the first question, maybe I don't have to rush this. Maybe this is happening for a reason because there's something better around the corner. You know, maybe I need that extra year to grow my podcast. Maybe I need that extra year because a crazy internship is going to come along next summer and completely change my life. Who knows? You know what I mean? Um, so I think that when I found that out, I was so upset because I was just like, there's no way, like, you know, I, I can't still be in college after this. Like, all these things. I was just like freaking out. I need to be working full time. I need to be making, I need to be making more money, you know, all this stuff. And it's, it's very, very hard because I know I would live a better life if I was doing my podcast full time, living in my own New York city apartment, grocery shopping for myself, you know, furnishing, furnishing my own home, all these things. I know that I would just like thrive in an environment like that. But I also will never be in that environment unless I work hard now. And I do like living at home. I really do. I don't I don't hate living at home, but I just know what potential I have and I know there's so much better for me out there. So I think that I definitely have outgrown this environment and I think I've realized that recently and I think that I'm ready to just take these next steps, but I need to work hard now if I want to take those next steps. Like I will not be able to take those steps unless I work hard now, which is fine. Like I am okay with that. I don't want to rush it, like I said, because I do like my at-home situation, but I think that maybe some people do want to rush it a little bit. Um, you know, I know there's a influencer I follow. I'm sure you guys know her. Her name is like Wholesome Han, Hannah Gerard, I think her is how you pronounce her last name. And she talked about this a lot. And this is kind of when I was learning a little bit about what it really meant to outgrow your environment. And basically, she lived in like a hometown, California. And, you know, she liked California. She liked living with her mom, her brother, everything. I don't want to like get into her full story. But she had a dream to live in Hawaii. She was like, I know that's where I belong. I know that's where I thrive the best. I've outgrown where I am now. Like she graduated high school and was just like, I've outgrown this environment. I've outgrown this town. Like, I'm, I'm ready for the next steps. And Hawaii was her next step. And I think that she, she manifested her dream life. She really did. And she has a YouTube video on it. So definitely check it out. I think that could be really helpful. And I hope that one day, and I know that one day I will make that video where I show you guys how I manifested my dream life. And I think that it really just showed me if you work your, your butt off, for as many, like, you know, for a few months, maybe a few years, whatever it is, whatever your path is, you will get where you want to be. And I know that I'm going to get where I want to be. And I think that's why I also don't feel pressure is because I know where I'm going to be in a few years. 
even though I don't fully know and only God knows, I know where I want to be and I know I'm going to make that happen for myself because I refuse to wake up and not live my dream life. I refuse. And I know that even when I live my dream life, there's going to be days where I wake up and I'm not happy like that day or I'm like feeling anxious or I'm feeling sad about something. I know that's going to happen completely. I'm like so aware of that. But at the same time, at the end of the day, as long as I'm happy with where I am, that's all that matters. So I feel like I've definitely outgrown. And I think what to do when you're in that situation is what are your end goals? What Okay, so if you've outgrown the environment you're in, what environment do you want to be in? You know what I mean? Do you want to be living in a New York City studio apartment? Do you want to be in Hawaii? Like, What is your end goal then? Because if you know the new environment you want to be on, you just need to work until you get it. That's what you need to do. Like, This is why I send 15 emails a day. This is why I record a podcast like two, three times a week. This is why I spend six hours editing a one-hour podcast. This is why I do these things because I know what life I want to live and I'm not going to stop until I get it. I'm not going to stop until I become a better version of myself. And I think that that's all that you really can do. If you cannot leave yet, you just need to think, where do you want to be? And just start working towards that from morning to night and you will get to where you want to be. Like you hear these success stories of people who have their own apartments. Like I've had Haley Sunny on the show. She was an amazing guest. I definitely recommend listening to that episode if you haven't. You know, she was just, she was like 11 or 12 years old making like silly YouTube videos with her sister. And now she's able to be financially independent, have her own apartment, and do this for a living because she worked every single day for the past few years. And now she's exactly where she wants to be. And I'm sure, and I know she's even growing more. She's starting her own brand, um, Illy Baby. Like she's just like not stopping. So I think that it's super, super important to be aware of what environment you want to be on, like realize that first. And maybe you don't completely know, but you know, it's not where you need, where you are now, which is fine. But think of who you want to be, where you want to be, And just work every single day to be that person because that is the only way you're going to get to where you want to go. So that's my advice on that. I just think that it's very niche to each person, each, you know, to each their own. But you got to think of it for yourself. Who do you want to be? Where do you want to be? Where do you want to work? Where do you want to live? All these things. And every single morning, remind yourself of that creative vision board of the environment that you want to be in. Wake up every single morning, look at that stuff and attract it in your life because that will be your life if you want it to be. The last advice I'm going to give is how to maintain a healthy relationship with food. And this is something I think I get a little bit nervous talking about because I know it can be sensitive for some people, but at the same time, I think we need to get out of that mindset. And I know it's obviously not easy for some people and it is a sensitive topic, but I don't think it should be anymore. I think that we are, our minds are so wrapped around the fact that food has to be a touchy subject. And I understand why it is like, trust me, I understand why food is a touchy subject, but I just think that I've definitely gone through an up and down journey with food. I've gone through a journey with food where I'm very, where I just have not had a healthy relationship with it, honestly. Like, I've definitely, definitely felt that. And I think that I've seen people who have not had a healthy relationship with food. And it's just the more we circle around that, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram, the more we normalize it, the more people are going to want to feel that way or maybe think that they're going to feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, food is a necessity. We need food to live, to live. 
Forget about what you want to look like. Forget about it. Think of how your body will function in the morning if you are not eating your food. Think of like how it will treat you at the end of the day if you are not fulfilling your body and nourishing your body with food. Horribly. Horribly. And I think that's not something we talk about enough is that food is literally a necessity. You know what I mean? It's not just comfort food. It's not just we need this type of organic or this vegan or this. It's a necessity. No matter what kind of food you're having, it's a necessity that you are fueling your body. So that's my first thing is that it's a necessity. So even if you're trying to create a healthy relationship with it or you're getting out of an unhealthy relationship with it or you think you're falling into patterns of an unhealthy relationship with food, remind yourself that you need food to live. You need food to live. And that's that. Imagine trying to stay up for a week. Imagine getting no sleep for a week. When I say no sleep, I mean zero. Imagine pulling all-nighters for one week. Is that humanly possible? You know how damaging that would be to your brain and to you? Why would you do that with food? Why? It's the same thing. Why would you do that? Not brushing your teeth for a week. Like all these little things, these are necessities that you have to do. So why are you doing it with food? And I'm going to get a little bit into my story of how I had a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with food, how I fell into those patterns and how I fell out of those patterns. I always reference back to like, oh, when I graduated high school, but honestly, this is just my journey and my story. So in high school, did not eat great, but I was very active. I was an athlete, so I was very active, but even though I didn't eat great, two first, first, first two years of college, not active at all, never worked out probably any day of those two years, maybe played sports a few times, but never worked out and ate horribly. When I say ate horribly, I mean the amount of dairy and gluten I consumed in a day was disgusting. I was never a fast food person or a big junk food person, but just in general, just I ate very, very badly, very, very badly. So the first two years of college is what kind of started my journey. That's when I was at my lowest skin-wise, body-wise, everything. Just health-wise in general, mindset, everything was just at the complete lowest that it could have been. And basically, um, I got into a few influencers like Maggie McDonald, Emma McDonald, Kendi Berg, all these influencers, and I saw the way that they were living their life, and I saw the way their skin was transforming and the way their body was transforming, and I just kept thinking to myself like, why can't I be this? And, you know, I always asked myself, why can't I be thin? Why can't I be toned? Why can't I have clear skin? Why can't I have long, healthy hair? Why can't I have these things? And the answer was very clear as to why. And I tried to resort to everything except for the way that I was eating. So when I first started to kind of start educating myself, I was just trying to take vitamins, skincare products, and all these things when really the root of the problem was what I was putting into my body. So I started to educate myself more on what I was putting into my body. I tried to educate myself on plant-based eating and food combining. And, and this is nothing to go against any of these things because I think that they do work for some people. Counting calories, I really tried so many things. And that's when I got into a very dark hole and a very, 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 very unhealthy relationship with food. I honestly sometimes still think that I could have a healthier relationship with food than I do. And I'm not even going to, I'm like not even just saying this to say it. My last episode um, that was uploaded on Monday with Kayla, if you haven't listened, I highly, highly recommend listening to it. It, it really, it's everything I needed to hear. Um, like I said, I've been secure, insecure about my acne for so many years, insecure about my body for so many. I mean, I have actually like never been super insecure about my body, but I just know it's potential. But my skin is something I've been very, very insecure about 
for a very long time. And I was resorting to all these different types of medication and and skincare products and and doctors and, and everything. And I wasn't rooting to what I was eating and putting into my body and talking to her is everything that I needed to hear. So I definitely recommend listening to that episode if you haven't. But I think also like after listening to that episode, I I truly did learn more about like what I should be doing. Like Kayla was talking about how we're so afraid of our bodies. We really, really are. We're so afraid of what's going to happen to our body if I get off birth control. What's going to happen if I get off this medication? What's going to happen if I get on this medication? Like why, like we should not be worried. We should not be scared of our bodies. I, I do tend to have very bad health anxiety. I get very anxious a lot about if I have a headache or a really sharp pain somewhere or something like that, I, I have very bad health anxiety. It keeps me up at night, stresses me out throughout the day, makes it like hard to breathe or swallow in like public settings. Sometimes it's it's it gets very, very bad. And I hate that I'm like that, but it, it gets very bad. And I I know that if I'm taking very good care of myself, I won't have that health anxiety. So that's a really big root as to why I care about what I eat and what I put into my body is because I don't want to feel health anxiety. I don't want to feel unhealthy. I don't want to feel scared of my body. Um, but most of the time when people talk about an unhealthy relationship with food, it's because of the way that they want to look. And I understand that because when I had started working out at the gym in the beginning of 2021, that I would say that was the beginning of my workout journey. Honestly, that was like when I was very consistent with it. When I was first starting to work out, I was so curious as to why I was never seeing progress. I was like, why am I not seeing progress? I'm working out every single day. I'm working out four to five times a week. Why am I not seeing any progress that I want to see? And it's because I was eating the same exact way that I had been for the past like three years. Like I was not making any changes to my diet and I was wondering why my body wasn't changing. Was I getting a little bit more of an ab line? Sure. But I wasn't losing any weight. I wasn't shredding any weight. Like nothing was happening like that because of what I was eating. So that's when I started to get a little bit more aware and also just like, why would I not want to wake up and feel good? And I'm so tired of like, I'm just tired of feeling insecure. I'm tired of getting upset about my skin. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of thinking about it. I'm tired of looking in the mirror and getting upset about it. I'm tired. I'm literally just tired. And I know that a lot of you feel the same way about whatever it is that you know, you're know you going through, whether it's with your body or your skin or personality trait, whatever it is um, that you're insecure about. And like I said, this is a very touchy subject for some people, but I think that we really just need to get out of that mindset and just treat food as what it is, a necessity. I think that number one thing that you can do is don't label it right away. And I I get very, like, I know some people are always like, you have to count calories, you have to do this, you know, all these things. You don't have to do anything. If you are fueling yourself with good, healthy foods, like, you know, if you're reading the ingredients and you're not putting all these chemicals in your body, just good, nourishing foods, you will lose weight, you will feel better, you will. When you start counting calories, you will get into a horrible mindset. And I know, you know, obviously... Some people who just want to lose a few pounds, they'll count calories for a few months. They'll lose those few pounds and they're like, okay, I'm all done. But that is not the case for most people. Will it help you lose weight? Of course. If you're eating less, you're going to lose weight. No, of course that's going to happen. But it's creating such an unhealthy relationship with food, such an unhealthy mindset, and, and just really bad underlying disorder issues. And this is where food becomes a sensitive topic for people because we become so obsessed with these little things like 
counting the calories and reading every single ingredient. And I'm guilty of that too. I'm guilty of, I've, I've never cared for calories, but I've, I've been very like, let me read the ingredients. Let me make sure it's clean, which is, which is also like fine because sometimes you want to just make sure you're not putting like absolute shit in your body. But like at the same time, I just, it's, it's creates very bad underlying eating disorder issues. And that's where it begins. That's, that's really where it begins. So the number one I could tell you thing, number one thing I could say when you want to create a healthy relationship with food, what is your goal? Why do you want to eat clean? Why, like that, that's the first thing. What's your why? Why, why do you want to eat clean? Okay. Do you want to lose weight? Okay. That's the worst goal you could have because I promise you, if your goal is to lose weight, that is an infinite goal. You will never lose enough weight to satisfy yourself. You, you won't, you will never, you, even if you think that you will, you won't. You will not lose enough weight. If you lose five pounds, you say, let me lose seven. Let me lose 10. Let me lose 15. That's where it happens. That's where your brain gets so attached to the less calories, the less weight, and that's where your mind switches and that's where food becomes a touchy subject. If your goal is to feel better, that's an amazing goal. That's a great goal to have. If your goal is to have clear skin, like that's that's pretty much why I eat healthy is to have clear skin and like feel good in my body and not feel anxious about my health. That's a, That's my biggest thing. Clear skin is a little bit different than saying lose weight because I th- like losing weight is infinite, but also clearing skin can be infinite too. Um, and you're also clearing, like losing weight is going to less calories where clearing skin is just filling yourself up with healthier foods rather than bad alternatives. So that's the difference as to why it's not as toxic, I guess you could say, because you don't have to like you don't count calories for clear skin. You know what I mean? You just read ingredients and, you know, make sure that you're eating clean stuff. But maybe, maybe for some people they can become very obsessed with reading ingredients and get afraid to put anything in their body. So it can go either or, um, it depends how you look at it. But I think if your goal is to feel better, you're just going to want to fuel yourself with foods that feel good. You know what I mean? So when I go to the grocery store, I love to just pick out a bunch of clean foods, healthy foods. I think meal prepping is huge. I think that if you don't meal prep, you're always just going to resort to the quickest thing if you're just hungry. I think also waiting until you're really hungry is going to be really bad for you as well because then you're just going to want to like binge eat a bunch of unhealthy, easy stuff that's easy to grab out of your pantry or you're going to order something super unhealthy. So I think it's very important to also just like focus on that and be like, okay, I don't want to resort to something quick and easy just be, and like make it taste horribly just because I'm hungry. So those are very, very big things to remember. But your biggest thing when it comes to maintaining a healthy relationship with food is your end goal. Why do you want to eat healthy food? Why? You know? And if you're maybe getting out of a toxic relationship with food, I think that you can just like don't overthink it. Just try your best. I know that's harder than it says and I'm definitely not the best person to be talking about this, but Food is a necessity. You have to eat to survive. You have to eat to survive. And at the end of the day, like, is it worth your life? Is it worth your health? No. No, it's not. And I know that it's like something in the back of your head is telling you not to pick up that brownie. I know. Trust me. That's how I feel when, like, I'm about to eat dairy or something. Like, there's something in the back of my head telling me, don't do it. You're going to regret it. You're going to wake up with the pimple. You're going to wake up loaded. I know how it feels. Trust me. But I think, honestly, when it comes to maintaining a healthy relationship with food. You just have to remind yourself what your end goal is to feel good, to nourish yourself. Don't have an infinite end goal. Have something that's going to help you grow your mindset rather than just your physical appearance. You want to also grow, you know, 
the emotional side of you and the mental side of you, the mental health side, just as opposed to the physical health side. So create a goal that's realistic, sustainable, and going to help you throughout your journey. And yeah, that's pretty much like all there really is to it is your end goal and what you kind of want from it and remind yourself of what you want from it every single day. Meal prep a lot, have fun with it, enjoy it, and just remind yourself that this is something that you need to live. And at the end of the day, we want to be able to look healthy and feel healthy. We don't want to be afraid of our bodies. We don't, we want to like be strong enough to fight someone off if we had to, or run away from someone if we had to. Like, these are things that we need to survive. These are our bodies. You have it for the rest of your life. This is the one thing you have control over that you have for the rest of your life. Mostly have control over. You know, obviously, there are some things we can't control that our bodies do, but you need to nourish it. You're in control of what goes into your body and you need to take care of that. So that's my little thing when it comes to maintaining a healthy relationship. I think I'm getting into a very healthy relationship with food. I'm pretty much just eating what makes me feel good. I think that definitely sometimes I'll eat something a little bit unhealthy and know I'm going to regret it. And now I'm kind of getting out of that mindset and I'm like, yeah, eat what you want, but think about it first because if you want a slice of pizza right now, sometimes I'll think, you know what? My stomach's going to hurt if I eat that. So let me just not eat that. And then I'll kind of get into a healthier mindset of just like, you know, just, I don't know, just eating things that make me feel well. I want to eat something that's going to make me feel good after. And that's pretty much it. Something I've been doing also recently is like not eating until 5 p.m., which is really, really bad. And I don't know why I've been like that, but it's been putting me in the worst stomach pain. Like for the past three days, I have not been eating all day because I'll just like do work and forget And I'll have like maybe a green juice and a coffee in the morning, but I'll forget to eat real food. And it's been really painful. And it's actually been really showing me that I just want to eat clean and be on a good cleaning routine and an eating routine. So yeah, that's my little advice to maintaining a healthy relationship with food. And that's where I'm going to end it off because I know this podcast has been pretty long so far. I've been recording for like almost an hour. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I'm, I think for you Fridays will be a really good series. I think it'll be good kind of just to have one-on-one time with you guys. I know that a lot of you kind of really like that. You kind of just like to have one-on-one time where I'm just talking to you guys as great as it is to have guests on. I love my guests that I have on the show. I think that I learned so much from them and, and just love them so much. I think, you know, those will be posted every Monday, so they'll still be up there. Um, but just the place that I'm in right now and the amount of time that I have to work on this and the way that this podcast is such a big priority to me, I'm able to do this. So that is where I'm at right now. I think For You Fridays will be great. And I'm so excited you guys listen to it. Make sure you guys DM me on Instagram if you want to be included in the next advice Q&A. I never release names, like no matter what, you can tell me a life story if you want to. I will never, ever release names. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have an amazing and safe weekend. Don't forget, you can also use your weekends to be productive, but also use them to wind down. And I hope you guys enjoy your weekend and have really, really fun plans. And yeah, I will talk to you on Monday when I have my next guest on. I hope you guys have a great weekend and I will talk to you later. Bye.